many winners do with Dr. Hancock? How to win with Jesus at the forefront of your life? The very first thing we have to do in order for Jesus to be in the forefront of our life, the word of God tell us to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior of our life. Accept Jesus into our hearts and change, repent, and be baptized. That lets us know that we can come into the family of Christ and we are accepted into the family of Christ. And it does not necessarily have a feeling attached to it. It is the belief in our heart that God, even when our heart overwhelms us, God is greater than our heart. And he's able to do anything but fail. So please do not let people tell you that you have to do this or that. The, the truth of the matter is all you have to do is accept Jesus Christ come into your heart and repeat the sinner's prayer and you shall be saved. It is as simple as that. And then when, after that comes, you got to make sure you hide the word in your heart, because if you don't hide the word in your heart, in other words, what does that mean? Get the, get in a Bible believing church, get someplace where you can learn the unadulterated word of God and hide that word in the heart so that you would know what to do in the time when the enemy shows or rear his head in your life and just know that after you become saved and you confess jesus christ as lord and savior of, a, of your life know that the enemy is coming oh he's truly coming and he's coming through places that he you accustomed to and then he gonna try some new places especially when and new people when he see that he cannot enter through the place that he normally enters in you know, the word of God tells us in first John four and 15, whosoever confesses that Jesus is Lord. In other words, we got to know that Jesus is Lord. There's that confession and that salvation. You got to know that we have to confess and you got to know what God says about our confession. Because if you don't know what God said about your confession, how do you know that what someone is telling you is real? So when you go to church and you hear your minister, you hear your pastor, you hear your bishop, whatever, that's the word of God. But you have to go back and confirm that word. If there's anything that you need to break down and study, then you need to do that. First John 4 and 15 says, whoever confess that Jesus is the son of God, God dwelleth in him and he in God. So it's not a feeling, it's an act of instruction that is given through the word of God so that we can be assured that the enemy no longer has us and that we are on the winning side. So stay focused on what God said through his word, because so many times it's so many emotions that sometimes just really overwhelm us according to what go in, what's going on in our society. Think about the pandemic and how many of us really was just really shooken by what was going on. But the truth of the matter is when we keep our knees bent and we keep our heart focused on the word of God, God can lead us right through the word of God and to the word of God about what God is saying in the season of our life. So again, he comes to confirm what he's already said, but sometimes we're so focused on the outer man, that outer share that is perishing day by day, and we're not focused on our heart. You have to keep your heart right. And how do you do that? Well, you allow the Holy Spirit to come in after your confession of Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, because the whole purpose of the Holy Spirit is to guide you to all truth. What God has said about your life, what God has said about the direction of your life, what you're supposed to have, the benefits of being 
a child of the king. When I say benefits, again, God w- wishes to withhold nothing from us. But so many times, think about it. If we've never had stuff, we're in survival mode. And then when God blesses us, we actually forget about God. Uh, again, we all go through that at some point, And it's just a matter of you flipping that light bulb on and ask the Holy Spirit to bring it to your remembrance in every situation. Remember, he cannot override your will. You have to invite God in. You have to invite the Holy Spirit in. And you have to invite him even in places where you're uncomfortable so he can guide you to all truth. Because the truth of the matter is, the only thing the angels want to do is perform the very word of God, what God has said about our life. So what's keeping our angels from performing the word of God? It's our action, our belief, it's our talk. Our walk is so many things. All of that stuff has to line up with what the word of God says. And when it lines up with what the word of God says, he will withhold no good thing. You can't let people come by and say something contrary to what the word of God says. In other, in, in also, you can't let yourself think anything other than what God says. And when you hear people say, then you have to correct that with your mouth gate. When it comes to your mind, you have to correct that with your mouth gate. It is up to all of us to make sure that we accept the promises of God and nothing else. The enemy is going to come. Okay, let me say that again. He's going to come. The word of God tells us the trials come to make us strong. So with Jesus in the forefront of our life, we can win. You can win every situation if you allow the Holy Spirit to be who God has called him to be in our life. He's our keeper. He is our keeper because God went back to the Father so that we can have the right to the tree of life. And now he stands on the right hand of the Father just advocating for you and me. Yeah, but again, we got to make sure that we're not emotional about this thing. Because when God calls us, he's calling us according to his word, the very instructions of the word of God. You got to make sure that you know what the word of God is saying about your situation. You got to make sure you know what the word of God says about winning. You got to make sure you know what the word of God is telling you to do. And again, sometimes when the Holy Spirit is in us and he's trying to guide us to where we need to go, we don't want to go there because we're not accustomed to that. Or we don't think that we're deserving. And so many of us, especially in church, we have that, that culture, that mentality that said that we, we shouldn't have an overflow of this and an overflow of that. But the truth of the matter, the word declares that my father, he owns the cattle. He owns those cattle, those thousand cattle on the hill. You guys, he is the head and not the tail. So if he's the head and not the tail and all things are of thee, O God, and God gives us all things richly to enjoy, not to replace him, but to enjoy. Not to replace God, not to forget about God, not to instead of God, but for us to enjoy. But it's only when we line ourselves up with the word of God that we can receive all the promises of God. It don't matter what is happening in your life. The whole purpose of the enemy is to destroy, to distract you, to keep you from getting to that place in God so that you can win in God. So when you understand what the purpose of distraction is, what the purpose of trials is, it changes everything. 
And now you can look to the hill from whence cometh your help because your help coming from the Lord, because he is the one that made heaven and earth. And he's the one that can keep you and guide you to all truth. But when we don't stay within the realm of what the word of God is saying, and we don't stay under the umbrella of what the word of God tells us to do, then again, y'all, the only, the safest place in the whole wide world is under the umbrella of the almighty. Psalm 91 tells us, and you got to make sure that we are in line with the word of God because you can do whatever you want to do because we are free moral agents. But if you don't do what God tells you to do, keep in mind the promises, you won't get the promises. It don't, it don't, it don't mean that they don't belong to you. It just means you're not in, in line to receive them. Psalm 91 says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. And then when we go back to Psalm 1, it says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doeth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth. Let me say it again. And whatsoever he doeth one more time and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff with the wind driven away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. You guys, who is ungodly? The word of God tells us the judgment is going to begin at the house of God. So why would we think that everybody in the house of God is godly? Because they're not. That's why he tells us, he gives us the instruction on what we need. He's not expecting us to be perfect. He's just expecting for us to have that fellowship with him. So the Holy Spirit can correct, correct what is incorrect in us, even in our mindset, in our thought and the things that we do. He's such a loving father. And he loves us so much more than we can ever know. When I realized the magnitude of partly, I don't think I even really realized the magnitude, but part of the magnitude of the love that God has for me, I'm humbled. I'm the God of the universe. Oh my God, the, the almighty God, the alpha and the omega. He loves Mary and he calls me by my name. He knows my name. He knows every hair on my head and he desires for me. And he's given me instruction concerning my life so that I can win in him. And I know that you can win as you begin to keep God in the forefront. I promise you, I am a living witness and a testimony to God's love, his patience and his nurturing and the promises of God. And this is the confidence that we have in him that when we ask anything according to his will, he hear us. And if we know that he hear us, I mean, there is confidence on top of confidence on top of confidence. Then when you look at your trials, you will know that they come to make you strong and that all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord. Those who are the called according to the very purpose of God. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that when we ask anything according to his will, he hear us. And if we know that he hear us, we know that our petitions are granted. Real talk, Dr. Hancock, we need you to like, comment, subscribe, and share.